0: Hello friends and welcome to Sold for Soup, a weekly podcast focused on the intersection between your physical and spiritual health. I'm Rich Whitman, and my co-host and wife is Jennifer Whitman.
1: Hello. This is episode two of season two, and it is entitled Layers.
0: In recent years, what would you say is the most complicated thing that you faced, Jennifer?
1: Running a business, especially a business where you have to touch people and be in people's faces through a pandemic was challenging, and also raising kids and trying to figure out school and their mental health and all that.
0: Yeah, I think we need to understand that all of our experiences in life, whether they're good experiences or bad experiences, they're creating layers, and those layers are what are making things interesting. We bought a house when we first got married, and the kitchen needed to be redone. We decided that we were going to do the cabinets ourselves. So we we started stripping the cabinets of the paint that was on those cabinets.
1: And there was a lot.
0: And there were layers and layers and layers of paint on those
1: way more than we expected i think
0: yeah and we just kept working at it and kept working at it and the further that we got into the project the more overwhelmed we became because we realized how much just how many layers were there but something to think about is all those layers represented probably a family or two um, who lived in the house before us there i mean there were some odd colors there was like pink I think we got to a pink later at one point. They were
1: melding together, who knows.
0: And then when it was all said and done, after having done all that stripping, we found out that because of the stripping stuff that we used, we couldn't paint them. The paint just wouldn't take, so we ended up having to replace them anyway.
1: Yeah, and I think just like the challenges that I said that I faced over the last years have definitely built character in me as well and made me more resilient. Sometimes when bad things happen, I try to back up and say good just like out loud to myself when something that I perceive as negative is happening that's like a new habit I've developed just to say good and try to figure out it's all good
0: yeah layers are also how uh, we determine the age of trees each dark and light layer makes up a year of growth wide layers indicate years when the trees grew more And then the narrow layers indicate years when the trees grew less. We have a giant tree in our backyard. I wonder how old that thing is. I mean, as big as that tree is, it's probably got to be at least 100 years old.
1: Yeah. So you're saying layers uh, develop growth or growth is going to involve layers.
0: Certainly in our lives, as we experience things, my mom used to always say that our experiences make our, our skin tougher. I think that that goes without saying that those experiences definitely uh, have a huge impact not only on where we're at currently in our lives, but also what we plan to do moving forward in the future. Think about the layers formed in the biblical character Job's life. If you've never ever heard the story of Job, it's a doozy. The book's theme is the eternal problem of unmerited suffering. And it's named after its central character, Job, who attempts to understand the sufferings that engulf him.
1: He had quite a few.
0: Job chapter 1, beginning at verse 6, it says, On the day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan the accuser came with them, the Lord asked Satan, Where have you come from? And Satan answered the Lord, I've been going back and forth across the earth watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and will have nothing to do with evil. Satan replied to the Lord, Yes, Job fears God, but not without good reason. You have always protected him and his home and his prosperity without harm. You have made him prosperous in everything that he does. Look how rich he is, but take away everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, the Lord said, you may test him. Do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but do not harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence. So Job, a prosperous man of outstanding piety, Satan test whether Job's piety is rooted in his prosperity.
1: What's piety?
0: Piety means that he is of religious, of outstanding character, basically as it involves his relationship with the Lord. So he faced this appalling loss of his possessions, his children, and finally his own health, but Job still refuses to curse God. Three of Job's friends arrive to comfort him. Job's friends claim that he's being punished for his sins, and yet Job still claims his innocence and the injustice of his suffering. The conversation between Job and God that happens at the end of the book of Job ensures Job's trust in the most purposeful activity of God's affairs in the world, even though God's involvement and ways with man sometimes remain a mystery to us. But again, it's those layers and those experiences that form character in our lives. Think about this for just a second. If you and I are watching a movie, one of the kids happen to walk through the room. If they see us watching the movie and they stop for a moment and they ask us, which sometimes, you know, midway through a movie can be somewhat annoying if they're interrupting what we're watching. If they take the time to listen and we explain to them what's happened so far in the movie, oftentimes through that character development and some of the things that have occurred with the characters in the film, they will, all, they will sometimes take interest and sit down. That layer of development in the story that causes them to want to be involved and also want to watch that particular movie we watched uh, Napoleon last night it was a very interesting perspective on his life you know less focused on the wars and things that he fought and more focused on who he was as a person and I thought it was very interesting
1: yeah he was kind of a weird dude but it did show a lot of his layers of who he was and Napoleon Bonaparte to be clear not Napoleon Dynamite which I love the movie Napoleon Dynamite too
0: when we're thinking about the subject at hand here, layers, what are some other things that, I guess, involving our health or involving us as people that would include layers?
1: When I think of layers, I think of, there's a website I give my patients a lot. My, I see a lot of pregnant patients. If you're just joining us, I'm a chiropractor. But I specialize in seeing a lot of pregnant women and infants and children. So with my pregnant patients or my new mothers, we give the website called pathways.org and it gives them an idea of each month what milestones the baby should be at as they're growing. So when they should be able to hold up their head, when they should be able to roll over, sit up and each of those skills builds upon the next. So it's really important that they reach the first milestone, say crawling, in order to go to the next stone, which would be a step milestone, which would be starting to pull themselves up on furniture and then cruising and then walking. All of those things also involve a you know development of the spine and the nervous system. So that's how I monitor their nervous system development. Another thing that happens during this time of life is social nervous system development. And a lot of people have never, when I bring this up to patients, they haven't heard of the term social nervous system. Have you heard of it?
0: I mean, yeah, because you've talked to me about it before.
1: (laughs) Before that. So the social nervous system is the part of your nervous system which learns and engages with other human beings and knowing when you're safe in your environment and when you're unsafe and how to listen and how to communicate and those kinds of things. So there's a theory called the polyvagal theory and from in- infancy, we're developing this social nervous system and the, the vagus nerve, which is your cranial nerve 10. So you have nerves that come from your spine, but there you have some nerves that come directly out of your brain, basically. So there's 12 of them. But the te- cran- vagus nerve 10, or cranial nerve 10, the vagus nerve, it connects your brain to a lot of major systems in your body, which include like your stomach, your gut, and your heart, and your lungs, and your throat, and your facial muscles.
0: Yeah, so the human body is filled with layers.
1: So many layers and it's so fascinating and they're all interconnected. So the vagus nerve links your heart to the muscles of your face. So be more likely to if you have healthy vagal nerve function, you're more likely to engage in empathetic responses and being able to know how to respond to your environment. Babies watch their mothers' faces and they watch for their mothers' reactions about how to, to learn when they're safe and when they're unsafe. is very important for infants to be in close relationship with their mothers, and there's a lot of layers there for developing their social nervous system. So healthy vagal nerve function means that you're, you have good digestive system, you have regular sleep patterns. When your vagus nerve is functioning properly, you can calm your nervous system down pretty easily. If your vagal tone is unhealthy... People tend to get migraines, autoimmune disorders, anxiety and depression. So it can be uh, pretty debilitating if your vagus nerve isn't working well.
0: How would I go about making sure that all those things are functioning the way that they're supposed to be?
1: Well, there's a little something called heart rate variability. I'm learning that some people now have this on their smartwatches or on their little rings that you wear that monitor your blood pressure and heart rate. Heart rate variability actually ties in very nicely with healthy vagal nerve function. So if you have a high heart rate variability that's more desirable, it indicates that you can move more easily from excitement to relaxation and recover more easily from stress. So decrease in heart rate variability indicates stress to the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, and people with a low HRV tend to have lower life expectancy. Long-term chronic stress exposure can be one of the main causes for people to have the inability to accurately perceive whether they're really in danger or whether they're just perceiving danger when there isn't any. So, in other words, you might respond to a situation as being threatening when, in fact, you are safe. Engaging your social nervous system helps to manage, manage these vagus, vagal nerve disorders. So, in other words, if someone's really isolated for a long time or hasn't been in close contact with other humans, it may be one of the triggers for this unhealthy nervous system response. So, it's really important for us to be in relationship, and that's what I said, what I said about Job he must have had a healthy relationship with God from a young age or with his family he developed this strong connection that was allowed him to stay, stay stable through a lot of very stressful times.
0: And yeah, so. I mean, the story to expand on it just a bit. Job is all within, you know, several hours of one incident to another. He loses all of his livestock, he loses his family, I mean, the story, it's its absolutely crazy. I mean, he is just bombarded with tragedy and still remains faithful to God.
1: Yeah, and clearly he still had friends, even though some of them weren't a great influence. I'm sure we can all relate to that. We have some friends that we know give good advice and some not so good advice. But your social nervous system is strengthened uh, by the repeated practice, basically, by continuing to be in relationship That is one of the ways to re-strengthen or remyelinate your vagus nerve. Myelination is the cover around your nerve. It's like a fatty tissue that covers your nerve. And it's that coating is developed through repeated use. So if you continue to use those pathways, those nerves get stronger. Just like as you practice, say, basketball, you can those connections get stronger and you get better at it. Same with your connections with other humans. If you've been isolated for a while, and you're having a difficulty connecting with other people, baby steps, and it gets easier, that's what I would say, and it's going to help lead to a stronger social nervous system and a healthier overall life.
0: We're obviously very complex people. Our human body is so complex, and there's so many things going on that we're not even aware of that's constantly happening within us, which again goes back to this idea of layers. But then there's this whole other thing going on psychologically, you know, through our experiences that is also forming us into the people that we are becoming. So it's just a really interesting thing to think about that my experiences today, including my heart rate and the things that you were just um, reflecting on, all those things are impacting who I'm becoming and how healthy I'm going to be And actually, I mean, even how I'm going to respond to people around me, like you said last week, if we're not taking care of ourselves and if we're not healthy, we can't really take care of other people and we can't really be in effective, compatible relationships if we aren't taking care of ourselves.
1: All right. What if Job came into my office and told me all the things that happened to him? What would I recommend that he do? remain healthy or get healthy again i would recommend that he deal with his stress maybe do some yoga or mindful meditation he probably did that he was praying all the time and that is a very healthy thing i would recommend that he get adjusted because that will help with his vagus nerve relaxation and walking meditation is a another big one that helps the vagus nerve how did job recover from his trauma do you know
0: the book of Job is 42 chapters long. It's a, it's a very lengthy story. But in chapter 42, it says the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than he had in the beginning. And it concludes by saying that he lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died an old man who had lived a long and prosperous life.
1: He must have had really high heart rate variability. A scar on your skin changes the way your skin looks or it changes the layers of the skin. Um, And each scar has a story that goes with it. And so I guess the question is, is a scar a bad thing?
0: Earlier we were talking about this and I feel like every scar, at least the noticeable scars on my body, every one of them have a story connected to it of you know, something that happened. Like I have a scar on my knee. I was taking out the trash and there was glass in the bag and that glass cut my knee. And now I have a permanent scar on the side of my knee from being cut by this glass that was in this trash bag that happened when I was a kid. And I remember that story. So we remember all those marks on our bodies. And there's a story that relates to each of those marks. But then there's also the point that that's healed, You know what I mean? That scar also represents healing that I was healed from that injury,
1: right? The body heals. I say that all the time. And so it depends on what we decide to focus on. So we could decide to look at the scar and focus on the bad memory. Or we could look at the scar and say, thank you. Thank your body. Thank you, God for healing. And that no matter what I go through, uh, my body heals.
0: Yeah. We have physical scars. We have emotional scars. We we have a lot of baggage. We have a lot of things that we carry to this conversation in regards to layers. Our life is full of them. We're just, they're they're everywhere. They're all around us. And I was thinking about this too. Like, you know, we like to go out to eat. We, we like to find really cool places to uh, hang out. And you know, if we go to like a standard Qdoba or Panchero's, or you know, just some of the like more chain. generic chain yeah. places, there's really no character in any of those. when we walk in, we know exactly what we're gonna get. but when we go into a restaurant that's been around for a long time, it's seen maybe multiple generations of people who have run it. maybe it's been within the same family forever and the the space itself has character because it's it's endured the test of time. you know if walls could speak per se, I guess, but the idea being that. Those are the cool places where we go, and when we walk in them, we we notice there's a vibe there. There's a vibe there because there's layers there. Over time, those layers have been created. Like like my coffee shop, my coffee shop in Rio town. It's said that Al Capone used to uh, come to coffee shop location is in Rio town, and he would see his dentist, and he would see his doctor um, in the basement of the building that my business is in. So there's, there's a history there and I swear there's, I'm pretty sure I see like little bullet holes in that wall upstairs, but I don't know if any of that part is true or not. But that building as old as that building is, has, has stood the test of time. It's seen a lot of history and there's a lot of character in that, in that, in that space.
1: Yeah. I remember one of my patients said that his parents owned a grocery store there too, at one point.
0: Yeah. It's been a grocery store. It's been abandoned forever. But the room itself tells a story. And I guess that's the point I'm getting at with this layer thing. The layers of our life tell a story. And that story is important, and it's what makes our lives interesting is the layers involved in the story of our lives. The
1: positive experiences and the negative experiences work together to build who we are and to make life, like you said, more interesting. If you've seen the Barbie movie, this might feel a little off track but in the barbie movie she's in barbie land or wherever that is malibu or whatever it's everything's perfect there everyone's beautiful everyone's healthy nothing everything is a party every day and then she finds her way into real life and she's actually enamored by the suffering and the what would we would perceive as negative things that are happening around her pain people crying she's She's drawn to it. She loves it because she's just bored with her perfect life, I guess. So that that struck me as to be appreciative of even the perceived negative experiences that happen in life as being still working towards being all good.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a proponent of, you know, everything happens for a reason. I, I hate that scene, and I, I don't really believe that to be to be true. But I do think that everything that's happening to us is happening and it's creating the person that that we are becoming, and and it's impacting everyone around us. That is what this is about. The layers of our lives, like the sands of time. That <laughs> stupid show. Thanks for listening. Share the podcast with your friends and follow us on our socials.
1: Soldforsoup.com, Soldforsoup on Instagram, and Soldforsoup on X.
0: We appreciate you guys. Go get healthy, everyone.
1: Yeah, let's build some great layers in 2024. Peace out.